0: Hello everyone. In this class, we'll study about splanchnic and skeletal muscle circulation. Splanchnic circulation. Splanchnic circulation means circulation of blood through abdominal viscera. It has three components: circulation through the gastrointestinal tract proper, and the mesentric attachment, that is, intestinal circulation second is circulation through the liver that is hepatic circulation and third is circulation through the spleen that is splenic circulation intestinal circulation the major function of the intestine is digestion and absorption of nutrients the normal intestinal blood flow is about 20% of the cardiac output at rest which increases about 50% following a large meal without this increase in blood flow proper digestion and absorption do not occur Blood supply. The gastrointestinal tract is supplied by three main uh, arteries, celiac superior mesentric and inferior mesentric arteries. Superior mesentric artery uh, is the largest branch of the iota that carries more than 10% of the cardiac output and supplies many parts of the small and large intestine. The branches of mesentric arteries that are called small mesentric arteries form an extensive vascular network In the submucosa of gastrointestinal tract. The branches from these arteries penetrate deep into the muscle layers and form the arterioles. The arterioles supply the tip of the villi. Intestinal mucosa receives about 60 to 70% of the total intestinal blood flow. This diagram shows uh, the blood supply to the intestine Venous drainage. The capillaries in the villi drain into the venules that finally drain into mucosal venules and then to the veins. Direction of blood flow in the arterioles and venules in a villus is opposite to each other, which forms a typical countercurrent exchange system. This permits diffusion of oxygen from arterioles to venules, venules directly. Therefore, supply of oxygen to the mucosal cells at the tip of the villus is reduced. Normal gastric blood flow is around 40 ml per 100 gram of the tissue per minute. Intestinal blood flow is around 60 ml and pancreatic blood flow is around 80 ml. Regulation of intestinal circulation. Neural regulation. Sympathetic stimulation causes constriction of the mesenteric arteries and arterioles thereby reducing blood flow. These effects are mediated via alpha receptors. During exercise the sympathetic vasoconstriction shifts blood from mesenteric vascular bed to the skeletal muscle. Autoregulation by metabolic and myogenic mechanisms Metabolic regulation occurs mainly by adenosine, osmolarity and the potassium. Adenosine it causes vasodilatation and it is going to increase the blood flow. Increased osmolality of the blood passing through the intestine as occurs following ingestion causes vasodilatation. Potassium also causes vasodilatation. Regulation by the GI activity GI blood flow increases with increase in the GI activity as occurs during digestion of the food. Increased absorption of the food also affects the intestinal blood flow. Several products of digestion like chyme, glucose, Fat acids are potent vasodilators Functional hyper- hyperemia. Gastrointestinal blood flow increases by food intake, which is partly due to the secretion of gastrointestinal hormones like gastrin, cholecystokinin, and partly the products of digestion. Increased blood flow helps in digestion and absorption of food, which is called as functional hyperemia. Hepatic circulation. Liver is an important visceral organ as it performs major metabolic activities of the body. Liver requires adequate blood supply to carry out its routine functions. Hence, the blood flow is more to liver and hepatic blood flow constitutes of around uh, or about 28% of the cardiac output. The blood flow to the liver is derived from two sources. One is portal vein and another one is hepatic artery. Portal vein provides about 75% of the blood flow to the liver. As the blood has already passed through the capillary bed of GI tract, oxygen has already been extracted once the oxygen concentration is less here. Hepatic artery provides 25% of the total blood to the liver. It is fully saturated with oxygen. Therefore, oxygen utilized by the liver is primarily derived from the hepatic arterial blood. Normal blood flow is 58 ml per 100 gram per minute and it is about 28% of the cardiac output. So this diagram shows uh, the hepatic circulation where uh, it gets arterial and blood from the portal vein. The portal vein is formed by the the venules of the the intestine and the splenic circulation and the gastric circulation. Whereas through the hepatic uh, artery, it is going to receive oxygenated blood. Hepatic arterial uh, regulation of the hepatic blood flow, hepatic arterial buffer response. Alteration in hepatic arterial blood flow occurs reciprocally with the portal venous blood flow. It compensates for change in the portal blood flow. Neural regulation both hepatic artery and portal vein are innervated by sympathetic vasoconstrictor fibers. And uh, metabolic regulation is also seen in uh, uh, hepatic blood flow. With increased hepatic activity, the accumulated metabolites like carbon dioxide and hydrogen ions cause vasodilatation and increase hepatic arterial blood flow. There can be autoregulation. The portal venous system does not autoregulate its blood flow. However, autoregulation exists for hepatic. blood flow and it is also controlled by regulation of the intestinal activity the activities of the GI tract increase the blood flow uh, to the liver via portal system clinical importance liver filters the blood and removes the toxic substances before all allowing it to the general circulation the nutrients absorbed from GI tract pass through the liver and are stored or metabolized according to the need of the body. When central venous pressure is elevated as occurs in congestive heart failure, the hydrostatic pressure in the vessels of the liver increases. This results in exudation of fluid into liver tissue and causes tender hepatomegaly. This is an important feature of heart failure. Fibrosis of the liver increases hepatic vascular resistance which increases portal venous pressure which Consequently, increases capillary hydrostatic pressure in the splenic vascular bed. This results in transudation of the fluid into the abdominal cavity that causes ascites. In portal hypertension, esophageal varices occur, which may be uh, which may rupture and bleed to cause hematemesis. To prevent this, portocaval uh, shunt is performed. To decrease the portal venous pressure. During hemorrhagic shock about 60% of the blood from the liver can be expelled into systemic circulation to increase the blood volume which is achieved by constriction of the capacitance vessels of liver by the sympathetic stimulation. Hence, liver is an important reservoir of blood in humans. Coming to the blank neck circulation, It is supplied by the splenic artery, and it is regulated by the uh, sympathetic fibers. Splenic artery is supplied by the sympathetic vasoconstrict fibers. Sympathetic stimulation diverts the blood from the splenic circulation to the hepatic or systemic circulation. Sympathetic (coughs) stimulation causes vasoconstriction and contraction of the smooth muscle present in capsule and trabeculae of the Spleen. Spleenic contraction releases adequate amount of the blood into the general circulation which serves as a protective mechanism in uh, exercise and shock. Skeletal muscle circulation. Skeletal muscles constitute largest mass of the body. In adult weighing 70 kg, the weight of the skeletal muscle is about 30 kg that is total 40% of the body weight whereas the blood supply is only about 15% of the cardiac output. However, resistance offered by the blood vessels of skeletal muscle accounts for 25% of the systemic vascular resistance. Therefore, caliber of skeletal muscle blood vessels contributes significantly to the control of blood pressure. Moreover, circulation of blood through the skeletal muscles depends greatly on the activity of the muscle. Normal blood flow at rest is around 2 to 6 ml per 100 gram per minute and during exercise it increases 20 to 50 times. The Blood supply to the skeletal muscle is derived from the skeletal muscle arteries. One of the important features of this circulation is the presence of large number of artery venous thoroughfare channels. These blood vessels short circuit the blood from the arterial side to the venous side by bypassing the capillaries. They are innervated by sympathetic fibers which are of two types, sympathetic vasodilator system, sympathetic vasoconstrictor system. Sympathetic fibers supplying the blood vessels of the skeletal muscles are cholinergic, therefore stimulation of these fibers results in vasodilatation in sympathetic vasodilator system. Whereas sympathetic vasoconstrictor system, there are no sympathetic non-adrenergic fibers that secrete noradrenaline and cause vasoconstriction. So here, uh, you, you have non fibers that leads to vasoconstriction. Regulation of the blood flow. Neural regulation. Atre- rest resistance vessels exhibit a basal tone that occurs due to continuous low frequency activity of the sympathetic vasoconstrictor system this tonic activity is greatly influenced by activity of the baroreceptor reflex stimulation of the baroreceptors results in dilatation of the blood vessels of skeletal muscles and decrease carotid sinus pressure causes uh, and decrease in car- carotid sinus pressure causes vasoconstriction the muscle resistance vessels contribute significantly to maintenance of blood pressure as blood vessels in the skeletal muscles constitute the largest vascular bed in the body. During exercise, at the beginning of the exercise, the stimulation of sympathetic cholinergic fibers increases blood flow to the skeletal muscles due to vasodilatation. But once exercise continues, the metabolites accumulate in the exercising muscle and cause vasodilatation the metabolites and metabolites and local hypoxia cause dilatation of the precapillary sphincters and increase blood flow through capillaries this increases oxygen and nutrient supplied to the skeletal muscle local regulation in active muscles blood flow is regulated by metabolic factors adp adenosine hydrogen ion carbon dioxide lactic acid and hypoxia Uh, They cause vasodilatation and increase blood flow. Increased temperature in the active muscles during exercise also contributes to vasodilatation. Regulation by some of the physical factors during exercise the contraction of the skeletal muscle mechanically compresses the blood vessels therefore decreases the blood flow. Thus during active muscle contraction the blood flow is minimal and during Strong, sustained contraction: blood flow almost ceases temporarily. However, in intermittent contractions, blood flow occurs during the relaxation period, and venous walls prevent black backflow of the blood in the veins between the contraction. Clinical importance: skeletal vascular bed is largest vascular bed in the body. Therefore, the tone of resistance vessels of the skeletal muscle contributes significantly to the maintenance of systemic blood pressure. The blood present in the skeletal vascular bed contributes significantly to the venous return, That is the skeletal muscle pump activity. When the skeletal muscle pump activity increases, venous return increases and therefore cardiac output increases. When venous walls become incompetent, especially In the superficial leg veins as seen in pregnancy or in old age, the vein becomes dilated and tortuous. These are called as varicose veins. Cardiac output decreases in such conditions due to stasis of blood in dilated and incompetent veins. These conditions are treated by injection of sclerosing agents or by using the elastic stockings. This is all in about the splanchnic, hepatic and the skeletal muscle circulation. Thank you.